Welcome in, everybody, Nerdicons. We're back. Episode 34. Episode 34. 34. That's a that's a weird number. It's fun to say. 34. I am your host, Russell. With me, as always, no catchy name for him this week, Carl. Say hello. Hey, everyone. Hey, uh, everyone. How are you? <laughs> it's a special Father's Day weekend episode. We are actually recording this on Father's Day. Woohoo! Um, oh, Matt, speaking of, how was your Father's Day? That was fine. We sat around, did nothing. Just nice. the way I like it. <laughs> uh, how was your, did you, did you hang out with your dad today? No, no, they're still kind of like, ah, we'll wait till the whole COVID thing's 100% gone. And I was like, all right, well then, you know, I'll go see like a dorky movie you want to see or something. He's like, all right, sounds good. When's Wonder Woman and Marvel come out? Yeah. Marvel or a Marvel movie come out. I was like, oh, not till October, November. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, it's not a big deal to him. Yeah, it's going crazy. I mean, um, yeah, we saw my dad. We went to lunch with my parents. We sat there for almost two freaking hours. Just, not really. Yeah, I'm like, why did we come here again? Oh, yeah, I see why. But, um, yeah, it was fine. I got a, I got a collapsible wagon. I don't know if you've seen those things. A lot of people take them to the beach. Oh, um, okay. I'm sure about that. Yeah. Um, it's, um, yeah, I got one of those for Father's Day. I've been wanting a while. It's, I'll I'll use it for baseball, carrying buckets of baseballs and and equipment from the car to the fields. So, it will get used. Okay. Um, and hmm. yeah, it was kind of, was like, okay, cool. It's funny. My wife and oldest went out to get it yesterday, last night oh. or Saturday night, and my oldest comes home and is like, should we bring in the wagon and my wife just looks at, gives him this death stare, and he's like, "What? Wait, wait, wait to spoil the surprise." He's like, way to go there. So, um, yeah, that, um, that that was uh, I was I I knew it was happening because they were gone a long time. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna go get him some sandals for the beach later this later this uh, year." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how um, long does it take to get sandals? <laughs> yeah, they were gone a while, so they were like, "Oh, we had to go across town to get get you know what he wanted." And across town for us is like ten miles away, so it's not like it's a a, a hike. It's not like mm-hmm. you know crazy. Um, so yeah, basically, and then my daughter spent the day with with my dad. So it's like, Oh, you don't want to spend the day with me. She's like, no, I see you every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's funny. <laughs> so me and the boys, me and me and me and my two boys just sat around and watched some movies. So we'll talk about that. But how was oh, your day? Cool. Oh wait, did I already my talk? Day, um... Or, well, I mean, let's just get into what we, I mean, 
we'll get into what get into what you did this week. Um, I, I did absolutely nothing, and it was fantastic. I started working on a uh, another dio. Um, I just did a wall. I wanted to do like a sci-fi dio, but I didn't yeah. want it to look like Star Wars or Aliens, like mm-hmm. everyone else. And uh, it's coming out pretty cool. It's coming out pretty cool. I'll send you pics um, later. Cool. Just how it turned out so far. I'm not 100% finished, but uh, I'm, I'm like 90% done the wall. Um, haven't got any pickups. Um, you know, you know, money's been tight since losing the second job. Kind of yeah. caught up to me. Um, but you know, at least I still have the full time, get paid full time for the full time job, so I can't really complain. Right. Um, started watching the show The Order on Netflix with my girl. It's okay. It, it's first season kind of drags, then it picks up, and then it's it gets good. And then right now we started the second season. And it's kind of dragging, so maybe that right. shows mo. Um, but it's about some college, and there's a secret magic order. Oh uh-huh, yeah, I've seen the previews. Yeah, yeah and it's one of those like underground societies. Eyes. Yeah, I, and it's like you definitely, if they didn't curse, you you would think that it was on the WB. <laughs> um, you know, not bad, but you know, it's any like any other college drama type thing. You know, it's like when does anybody go to class? Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like they never go to class. They talk about going to class, but you never see them go to class. Right. Um, and then what else? I watched um, uh, King of Staten Island with, oh, I forget his name from SNL. Pete Davidson? It was act- yes. It was actually really, because my girl's a fan of his, and one of her girlfriends is like a huge fan of his. So they rented it. And she recommended that I watch it because she thought I would like it. And um, it was actually really funny. It's dark, but it's really funny. And um, I, I recommend it. It's I, I think it's worth watching. It's kind of like kind of biographical. Like, yeah. Um, it's he's drawing mainly from his influence because his father was a firefighter that died nine eleven, um, in the towers. Um. In the movie, his father dies in a fire, like as a firefighter, but it's not 9/11 related. But like he pulls from that and uh, kind of like can mess a kid up a little right. bit. But it's it's funny. It's funny. Bill Burr's in it, which is hilarious. Um, I recommend it. So I think it's worth a watch. Um, you can rent it and. Uh, on Amazon Prime, and I thought it was just like going to be a forty-hour thing, but now you have it for thirty days when you rent it. So, yeah, you know, I might watch it again just because, yeah. like, you know, sometimes you miss some funny lines, but it's it's pretty funny. Uh, I seen a movie with him not too long ago, which I, I'm not going to really remember the main name of it, but he's not the main focus, but he's one of the main characters in it, and I wasn't really impressed with him, and then. Like, oh, maybe watch this. And I was like, oh, okay. I kind of like yeah. this guy. 
He'll be in the new Suicide Squad, or in James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Oh, really? I didn't even yeah. know that. Okay. All right. Um, he's a funny guy. My 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 girlfriend has gone to uh, see his stand up and said he's not very fun. His stand up's not very funny, but she still likes him. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, what else? All right. For some reason, I watched Just Friends and I've been quoting the movie Ryan Reynolds movie Just Friends. Randomly, so I'll see my girlfriend and I'll be like, "My snow globe got you," and she she'll start singing, "Be yourself, be yourself." Like, I don't want to be. Oh, I love that movie. Anybody who hasn't seen that, I recommend it. It's actually kind of funny. Um, and I also wonder whatever happened to Amy Smart. Um, Last thing I saw her in was a WWE movie. Where she was playing John Cena, Boyd Holbrook, and Ethan Embry's sister. Okay. Yeah. So you had That's Boyd Holbrook, Ethan Embry, and John Cena playing brothers. Apparently they were all um, same father, but different mothers. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't seen her. <laughs> Jack Hall. <laughs> that, was, that was also a very old movie. So. Oh, wow. So, huh. uh, who knows what's going on with her career. Um, but, yeah, uh, what else? Anything else noteworthy? No, not really. That's about it. Cool. If I think of anything, if I think of anything I'll be sure to interrupt you. Um, <laughs> but... How about you? How well, your week? I completed a Build-A-Figure. I'm not going to turn on the wow. camera to show you because it might cut out our sound and all that. But I, I completed the Gladiator Hulk Build-A-Figure. I had all the parts lying around. And I was like, you know what? I'm just two parts away. And I really don't want to buy the Thor and Loki. I've pretty much sold every figure from that line except for the parts. So I finished the figure with the head and the right leg, and it's a pretty cool figure. Uh, I mean, might I'll, I'll display it probably. Um, it ended up the the um the two parts that I needed the head helmet and uh, the head and helmet combo and the right leg ended up costing me you know less than a a figure would cost. So I ended up. Finishing that. It's amazing for a Build-A-Figure piece. <laughs> yeah. And my, my, my eight-year-old is he's, – he's, he loves the Hulk, so he's really happy that I finished that figure. He can come down and fiddle with it for a little while. He got mad at me because I sold my Call Obsidian Build-A-Figure. And yeah. I was like, well, I couldn't pass on a $71 – 71 bucks. So – um, that's mm. really the only addition to the, now the interesting part is getting the, the hammer and the ax to fit in his hands, but these hands are pretty hard. Yeah. Um, so hands like too tight or no, they just don't, they're just, they're, they won't, I mean, they're not, they're immovable. I mean, you cannot open these hands up at all. Uh, I'm probably just. Holding under hot water for a little bit, like is it like it just you can't get the axe in his hand because it's so close, so tight, or is it like 
as they're too loose in his hand. Can't get it in at all. The, the, the parts are too big. Oh, okay. Just run his hand under hot water. All right. For, like really hot water for a little while. And I'll get the plastic soft, so then you could probably pull back the fingers and pop it in his hand. Well, we'll we'll, we'll attempt that. Um, but I'm not. I mean, he, he looks fine without it. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I'll put him some cool poses. You know, with the act. Nah, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not that good of a poser. So, um, sold sold a bunch of figures. I've I've got eight eight figures going out tomorrow. Um, eight. Eight. Actually, more wow. than that. Actually, well, no, eight figures, two I sold together. Um, and then a, a Kodo model that I sold will be going. Okay. So, so eight total packages going out tomorrow from my house. What um, Kodo model are you selling? Uh, New 52 Justice League Green Lantern. Oh, okay. So that's I found I found it I found it on clearance at some store for like ten bucks, so I bought it. Oh, okay. Because I thought, oh wow, I'll find the other ones, and I went back to the store the next month, and every, the store was shut down, and I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> they they weren't going. They, they there was nothing in the store saying, hey, we're going out of business. That was just they're like, oh yeah, we've had this in the store for a while. We want to get rid of it. So, um, and then I, I've started going into the loose wrestling figures and starting to parcel them out. And I'm kind of, for lack of a better term, I'm, I'm shocked at some of the prices I'm getting on these figures. Um, they're loose They're They were all over the place when they were out. So if you didn't find them, I don't know why you didn't, but Hey, I'll sell them to you. So. <laughs> nice, nice. So I, I guess this is going towards the hot toy fund. Uh it's going towards my fund. Um, I'm using some of it for our beach trip because. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Um, when is your beach trip? Uh, late July. So I'm I'm holding on to it. Um, okay. well, that's nice that you're still getting to go to go to the well, beach. Well, right to now the trip, go. right now the trip is on. Um. We're going to one of those states that's had a surge back in cases. Oh, yeah, there's so a there, there, there's talk that this state may be closing again. So I'm like, oh, great. Um, <sighs> for, there goes my free free beach trip with my in-laws. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't really, I, I don't really like that's the beach. And if everything, yeah, I don't really like the beach. And if everything's closed, it's going to be a miserable trip. <laughs> don't tell my wife oh yeah i can't yeah i can't imagine oh yeah i mean well like it's it's i go with it's the five of us uh my wife's parents her brother and his family of five so now is there a boardwalk or anything where you go uh there was not not like not like in the traditional not like not like you guys have up north. Mm-hmm. It, it hasn't gotten that touristy where we go yet. Um, there's still uh, tourists. I mean, up. so so you're talking about it being so uh, being in normal circumstances is probably um, 
interesting enough to keep everyone entertained, let yes. alone if everything's closed. If everything's right. closed and I can't and I have to eat my sister in law's and my mother in law's cooking for a week, I'm not going to be happy. Oh, and boy. I can say that, and I can say that because I know none of them listen to this show. Oh, good, thank God. <laughs> and my wife doesn't listen to the show. But I will not be happy. Yeah, watch this, this is the episode she decides to listen to. <laughs> I just want to see your podcast. What? Like... Now? No, she no. won't. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. So, but if if I don't end up, if we don't end up going. I will use this money towards the upcoming hot toys coming out because I have. I could buy. I'm pushing a third or fourth hot toy right now with what I've oh, sold. Wow. I, I mean, I've pulled some money out here and there to, to take care of some, you know, just to have fun spending on stuff that, you know, like taking my kids out to lunch because, you know, sitting in the house all day, it's. You get tired of cooking sandwiches every day. So, you know, I've taken some money out here and there um, over the last few months to do that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we were supposed to have the same kind of trip with my girlfriend's family. We've been doing it every summer. And this year we were going to um, – we were going to go to some place. We usually always go to Wildwood and we're going to go somewhere else this year. But with the COVID and everything – Wind up, uh, parents wind up canceling the house. It's a shame. I look forward to it every year. It's cool. Um, I like the beach because I'll just go out there with a book. My routine is sit there until I got too hot and can't read anymore. Go in the water, come back, dry off, read a book till you get too hot again. Yeah. <clears throat> um, or listen to an audio book. Um, and I don't know. I find it kind of relaxing, but. Yeah, not this year. Maybe next year. Yeah. But there's quite a few states. So, I mean, it's sad enough because um, my uh, my future sister-in-law's husband, um, they're in te- stationed in Texas, and their numbers just they're waiting. They're supposed to they're supposed to come back. We were still planning on coming to New Jersey, even though um, we weren't going down the shore this summer. Yeah. We're gonna come back and visit anyway in the military and with the COVID numbers, they're waiting for it to go down so they can travel again. So the military lifts the travel ban to let them leave. Um, it's going down and now it like skyrocketed back up. Cause I feel like, uh, they're like, yeah, Texas is, it opened up too early and now everybody's getting COVID again and the numbers are jack skyrocketing again. So they don't know. It's sad cause I'm looking forward to seeing them and my nieces and, um, so they don't know if they're going to be able to come back this summer, which I know my, my girl will be devastated because she wants to see her her new niece. She only got to see her at Christmas, so it's been a while. Um, oh, and her and our other niece. But, you know, hopefully, hopefully they lift the ban. But, I mean, it might be safer if they stay. If they don't, then they open up too fit, too early, you know, yeah, that's what a lot of these these states are experiencing is they opened up too early. Now the numbers are going higher. For Jersey, our numbers keep going low, get lower because they're taking forever to open, which you know can be annoying. But at the same time, I get it. 
Yeah, I I mean, I live in a place that has very low numbers, so it's kind of, you know, uh, annoying. Um, you know, I think we've had, since this started, where I live, I live in an area about 250 to 300,000 people, and we've had, like, 18 deaths, maybe, um, where oh, we are. Significantly low. Yeah. The and closed at all. Yeah, well, the state closed, so we had to do what the state said. Um, you know, and we're looking at, like, I think I think they said like 500 cases in the area total in of of that total uh but like some areas you know you know with that many that that's not a significant amount a significant number so but you know with the amount of people we have but you know you still you're still worried you know I'm still on furlough but um you know a lot of other people are uh still doing their thing but you know, um, but I just, you know, I just, my daughter just came by and gave me a kiss. So that's what you heard. If you uh-huh. heard that. She, she's getting ready for bed. Um, I'm going to hang out with her in the morning since I didn't get to see her today. She's, she's always after me to take her to Krispy Kreme donuts because that's what she wants to do. Um, but oh, that's cute though. Yeah, it is. Um, Krispy Kremes are good, though. Krispy Kremes are Krispy good. Krispy Kreme. It's ridiculous. I like to buy two <laughs> dozen. What I do, <laughs> and this is a secret I'll, pay, I'll I'll tell everybody about, is I'll go in the Hot Fresh sign is on. I'll buy a dozen of those and then a dozen of the chocolate glaze, you know, the chocolate mm-hmm. covered, and mm-hmm. I'll I'll let the um I'll put the 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 hot glazed on the bottom. Of the chocolate glazed, or, or the chocolate frosted, and then we'll let them sit there for about, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, and then you get into those hot. Then both sets of donuts are are hot, and those and the chocolate's not melting on on the chocolate frosted, so it's it's uh, uh, whew. Uh, ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, um, scientist here. Yeah. That, but, <laughs> so if you if there's any like Krispy Kreme non-glaze that you like and you want to try it hot, try that if you can afford it. Um, we have an app that we get free stuff on, so we use that a lot. But that, that off that rabbit trail. Um, what else did I do? Oh, we watched through all five Jurassic Park slash world movies. Um, oh, wow. We did that. We finished it up today. That's what we finished today. And I, I'll i say this, you know, in it, watching The Mandalorian, you know, and hearing people, I, I, I want to say that Jurassic Park, the, the original Jurassic Park, is probably one of the most important important movies made in the last 30 years because of what the special effects did and what it advanced and what we see on screen today. Okay. Um, no, a, lot those, a lot of the special effects still hold up. Man. Like, oh, the, the first movie holds up a hundred percent. 
The Lost World, not so much. Jurassic Park 3, they tried a little harder. I I would venture to say some of the effects in in the first movie are better than the last two that we saw. Really? Um, yeah. I, because I would, of the mix of practical? Yes. And 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 I was because I, I read up on it. It's like there was only one animatronic dinosaur on the set for Jurassic World, and they had really? more. They had that. yeah, they had more for the second one for Jurassic for Fallen Kingdom because there was more up close and personal shots and stuff. But there was only one animatronic on that set. And I think that's why Jurassic World 3, the effects are a little better because they actually made that that was they relied more on the visual effect or on the on the practicals. But I mean, you know, it was it was that's the one where Grant, the third one's where Grant comes back. Right. Same yeah. It has William H. Macy and Taylioni and um and all that. And. You know that that one I remember I remember wow this I remember it be, people saying oh this movie was terrible it's awful it's awful it's awful and I'm like you know what it was better than the Lost World um if I was ranking the movies I would say I would go Jurassic Park then Jurassic World then three Jurassic Park three then Fallen Kingdom and then Lost World. And that might be sacrilege to a lot of people because Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. But yeah, but that movie was kind of shit. Like as much you went as much as like you love Jeff Goldblum, that movie was not great at all. Right. It was. I, I heard that about the third one. People hate on the third one, but I remember enjoying the third one. Yeah. I didn't see what was so uh, egregious about it? That's the same thing. The only thing I. The only movie I can hold in parallel to that that I don't understand what people don't like is uh, Tokyo Drift. Right. Fast and Furious. People hate that movie. And I'm like, what was wrong with it? Right. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I, 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 I sat there and I watched it and I was like, oh, Joe Johnson directed this. Okay. Joe Johnson directed Jurassic Park 3. Spielberg, I, I, would, I, would, I would go out on a limb and say Jurassic Park 3 might be one of Spielberg's worst movies. Um, if not Spielberg's worst. Um, was it AI? <laughs> yeah, AI was pretty... I didn't, I didn't enjoy that movie either. But then I didn't like Haley Joel Osment anyway. But... I, I would... I, I would wonder put, if Haley Joel Osment likes Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> I, I would put I would put Jurassic World three down there with with AI on Spielberg's list. Um, but I, I enjoyed the movies. I'm looking forward to Dominion. I hope it gets I hope they get production ramp back up next next month and and we can get a um get Dominion out next summer. I'm hoping for some interaction between Sam Neill and and um Chris Pratt's characters because you know you know I w- watched Jurassic Jurassic Park three and it's like oh. You know, Sam Neill's talking about the communication and all this with with the Raptors, and then you have Chris Pratt's character who actually figured out how to train Raptors. And so just just seeing their interaction together as two two people who are drawn together. I don't I don't I, I and 
and just seeing those actors work together too. That that that'd be, be really funny. Cool. You know, it'd be funny to tie those movies together. Is the chubby little kid that Grant scared in the first one was wind up being Chris Pratt? And that and, and I I would not mind that. I, I've I've heard I, I have a buddy who's like an avid fan of Jurassic. Like he owns like certified storyboards from the first Jurassic Park film. Um, he's, he's gone to all, does he like Westworld? Original Westworld? I know he doesn't. No, he's, he's, he's a dinosaur nut. Um, it's Jurassic Park. It's not Crichton. It's, it's Jurassic Park. Um, his his stories are so similar. Yeah. Uh, to, to a, yeah. But, um, but no, he, he says there's a, um, uh, there's a um there's uh some fan sites that actually really enjoy they talk about it sorry folks we're back technical difficulties this is what happens when you record a podcast when people are conscious in your house um (laughs) yeah so just real quick I, i left a little thing in there in during uh, your our little technical <laughs> difficulty, so when you go back to edit, I'm gonna see if you actually listened. To oh, I probably won't. I wrote down the times on the on the recording, so. Uh, but yeah. uh, I'll, I'll make sure to go listen to it. Uh, but what I, I was saying, um, like I have a buddy who's really into Jurassic Park, and he's on the forums and stuff a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't even remember what I what I was talking about, so. Oh uh, well, I made the joke that the chubby little kid that oh yes scares in the first yeah. yes and and on those Jurassic Park forums and stuff, the fans have basically ret- want it to be retcon to Owen, uh, Chris Pratt's yeah. character. The 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 kind of like the MCU fandom wants. And has gotten Peter Parker retconned into that kid that from Iron Man 2 oh, Iron wearing Man the 2. Iron Man mask that Tony Stark sees in, at the World's Fair or whatever, Stark Tech Fair, whatever. Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen those movies. But I think Feige announced that they they have said that, yeah, that's Peter Parker. We'll, we'll let the fans have that one. <laughs> All right, I'm still out of breath from running up and down my steps. <laughs> that's what happens when you're but, 40 um, out of shape and you have to hbo max get your crap together get on the roku devices so it's just easier on all of us men whose wives want to watch something on hbo max and don't know how to use our playstations oh jeez. but yeah we watch those movies um I, i've you know been watching the big bang theory a lot with my wife that sh- you know it <laughs> I made I've 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 I started to notice stuff in it. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll see in the background like there's a prime like one of the characters has a prime one Darth Talon statue. Um, mm-hmm. our our buddy, our our dearly dearly departed ex co-host would would love to see that. Um, I have noticed mm-hmm. I think in Sheldon and Leonard's apartment there's a a a Luke hot toy stormtrooper disguise in, in, in a, in a oh, bunch yeah. of scenes. It's it, it, 
and then you go into the comic book shop, of course, you see all the, the DC direct stuff. You never really see any, you know, I mean, granted they have Stan Lee on a couple episodes, but you don't really get a lot of Marvel references except for the mm-hmm. Stan Lee episode. So I was like, I don't know why I never picked up on that. This is, and it's a Warner Brothers property, but yeah, I, I think a lot of the Star Wars references were before Disney acquired them, right? It was, yes. Um, I I don't think we've gotten. I don't remember when Disney acquired Star Wars, but I think we're to the episodes that that were airing like in 2014. We're in season eight. We we've we've reached season eight. So whenever whatever year that stuff was going, I think this because. They the last one I saw was a Star Wars Day episode was the last Star Wars reference I remember, and it was when Bob Newhart I believe Bob Newhart's character passes, and he comes to Sheldon in a vision like Obi Wan. Uh, okay. And he's making jokes about what he's wearing and all that fun stuff, but you know it's it, I, I enjoy the show I I'm not I don't know if I, where I would rank it on my. I want to finish it. I know how it ends. I've seen the final episode. Um, I want to see what, you know, what I miss because we figured out where we stopped watching it because we we would watch it first run. But we figured out where we stopped watching. And I was like, that's when we cut our cable. <laughs> uh, so we, we've 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 been sans cable for cable satellite for seven years now and. I can't oh, say wow. I I can't say I haven't missed it. So it's almost I'm going on a, getting close to a decade now without it. So it's it's pretty cool to say that. Yeah, I, I did the same thing not too long ago, um, a couple but, weeks ago. But it's I funny to hear other on. other hosts on podcasts say, "Oh, I don't want to cut my cable because I don't want to lose my sports. I don't want to lose my sports." I haven't had a problem with that with losing my sports. Um. I mean, granted, I I sign on to ESPN with my in-laws um, and and Fox Sports with my in-laws. Cable, they have a cable subscription, so I sign into that and get their. You know, they're like, we're not using it. Oh, you guys go ahead and use it. There's a million ways to go still yeah. watch sports. I mean, my dad's a member of something where he just gets a little link to stuff, and like, I mean, he's in South Jersey now, like me, and he's a huge. Well, I'm a Jets fan because of him. Yeah. Um, it was like a birthright. So like he could, if he could still watch Jet games in South Jersey, you know, he could yeah. sports anyways. I mean, I, I I've got a CBS All Access subscription, which I need to start taking advantage of more and start watching some stuff on there. Um mm. I'm not a big Star Trek fan, but I've heard good things about the Picard show, so um and I oh, I, I like Patrick Stewart, so um, yeah, it's hard not to like Patrick Stewart. Yeah, he, he's a he's a pretty good individual. But uh, so I probably need to go in and watch some of that. But um, speaking of, I mean, speaking of, but it's just fun to watch The Big Bang Theory and, and start picking out like, oh, look at that collectible there. You know, it they they did pay attention to to the culture, um, and and they they have you know collectibles on the show so yeah, so that's kind of got to be kind of fun like not seeing it in a while like uh i mean i never paid attention to that stuff so i wouldn't mind actually going back and trying to watch the show and seeing what i could pick out 
So I know there's stuff where they actually do have vintage toys, like the episode with the vintage Spock and teleporter. But it would be interesting to like look in the background of stuff and and be like, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. I, I there was there's an episode where where the Stuart the comic book guy sells Sheldon a twelve hundred dollar Aquaman statue <laughs> after telling Sheldon it's a one of a kind piece and there's only like very few in the world he's like because he shows him the statue he's like what about an Aquaman statue he's like please Aquaman <laughs> he's like but it's one of a kind he's like excuse me. He's like, how one of a kind? He's like, oh, $1,200. I'd like to see it, – it was a nice Aquaman statue. I, it might have been a DC collectibles, but I, I'd love for our um, – we, we might need to hold a seance and have uh, our ex, ex-dead ex host watch that episode and tell me what statue that is because he probably has – you know. Sure. Yeah, we'll crack open the Ouija board. Since time and space are no issue for him now. <laughs> but yeah that that that's pretty much my week uh the yeah still still wait still on still on that fun fun furlough so yeah my am uh they started amping up for days i have so much vacation time I, I took like the last four scheduled days i was supposed to work off because <laughs> I misunderstood what my boss said and thought like I had to work certain days to get paid my full pay. And she's like, Oh no, no, no. That's for this, that, and the other thing. She's like, if you have vacation days and you want to take your vacation time on the days you're scheduled, you can. I was like, Oh sweet. Cause I have like over a month worth of time and come December, I lose it. I'll lose whatever I have that's over a certain amount. I lose. So it's like, kind of, it, which is kind of messed up. Cause it's like, you get punished if you abuse it or you, you you call out and stuff, but then when you don't use it, you're right. punished by them taking it away. Yeah, that, I've got that um, issue so, too. Yeah, it, it's kind of. It, I think it's shitty, but um, but I'm going to use that. I I did I did tell my wife I'm like look, if I if if I don't go back like. My boss was – I had a conversation with my boss because he was checking in on us um, and just chatting. And he said – I said, well, I've got a vacation coming up at the end of July. He's like, put in your put in your PTO request. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And so if we're still on furlough, I'll get those hours back because he's like, I've got the notice. I'm not going to approve it till we get back to work. I was like, okay, cool. So if he doesn't approve it it never comes out of my PTO. So I get okay. enough PTO that I'll take a vacation in the summer. And then I take the last week to 10 days off at the end of the year. And yeah. I told my wife, I was like, if I don't, if we don't go back till August, <laughs> I'm going to have so much time off. It's not going to be funny. <laughs> mm, mm. So I'll be taking and, uh, a giving week off. <laughs> I'll be taking Christmas nice. the week before, the week after Christmas off. Well, it's funny is how my work schedule usually is. It's like, um, depending on how it falls, sometimes you work like Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve, then you're off for a couple, then you work a couple, then you're off again for the new year. Right. And it's kind of a way to like, if I put in PTO on the days I work, it's kind of like getting 
you know, a two week vacation and you only use like three or four days. And I, every yeah. year telling, I've never done it. I've never actually done it. And every year for 18, almost 19 years soon, um, I tell myself, well, I'm going to do that this holiday. And then I don't. So this is the year I'm thinking, you know what? I think this will be the year that I do that. Yeah. So maybe. <sighs> on, uh, on, in other, other news, uh, hot toys was busy this week with, I, well, yeah. did we get, did we get two releases? Or uh, yeah, we got we got Ant Man from was it Ant Man and the Wasp? Yeah, it's the Ant Man from Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay. Sm- the the smile controversy. The smile controversy, which is the second smile controversy um, of releases, not by Hot. The other one's not by Hot Toys, but it's definitely. Um, I think they're both. Um, nightmare fuel. Because um, <laughs> I, I, I brought it up on last podcast about the Mezco 112 Christopher Reeves. Yes. Um, that comes with an alternate smiling head sculpt, and it's nightmare fuel. It doesn't. It, it's so creepy looking. And Christopher Reeves had a charming smile. Just what they did, I don't know what they were thinking. And then the right. Paul Rudd came out. It's like oh. Smile Gate 2020. Oh my god. The Paul Rudd, it's just like oh my god. <laughs> Make it stop. Make yeah. it stop. Uh yeah. I, I don't know. They a, need um, they need to call whoever does the smile the, the face scans for Mattel. Because Mattel is pretty mm-hmm. good at getting those smile the like on and and I, I go with the wrestling figures. Uh they they get a lot of fa- different facial expressions and they're pretty good about it because I know that's a big complaint about hot toys is every single one of their figures has just blank stares like soulless yeah. blank stares. And you know, if you, you go, you go down your toy aisle and you look at a lot of the Mattel figures w- with the WWE figures, especially you get a lot of different facial expressions. Um, yeah. I, I've got an Andre the giant that I, I just, I just sold that it, it's the 1970s Andre and it looks a thousand times better than what super seven's doing with their Andre, the giant figure of the same kind. And, you know, I've got a couple and, and they're, they're, you know, it's just, you get these little smirks, you get these little, these, these growling faces or whatever, you know, serious faces. I mean, just look at the John. You can just pull up John Cena figures, and you're looking at a nine dollar figure, and they, their smiles don't look nightmarish like Paul Rudd's does in the. It's in the hot toy. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, the, the, with the with Mezco, they have like the the, the gritting teeth head sculpts, and to me, those they the teeth always look kind of derpy mm-hmm. on those, because it's always just the front, the top row and it's like where's the bottom row and it always looks derpy and with the Christopher Reeves smile it looks derpy and then his hot toys Paul Rudd is so derpy looking yes. so nightmare fuel like and um uh, uh at least a um one six scale reviewer that uh I listen to his podcast and his YouTube channel called Justin Collectibles so if anybody Wants to see what we're talking about, you know. Yeah. So, you know, 
He helped me. Um, he, helped he, me decide, he helped me decide between Man of Steel Superman or Batman v Superman Superman. Yeah, and he has <laughs> the the Ant Man uh, and Wasp Ant Man in hand, and he shows off the head sculpt, and it doesn't look as bad as some of those pictures, but right. it still looks derp- derpy. And um, he even was saying how it should be the teeth should be set back. Yes, it should usually be a separate piece. And that's what's making it look derpy and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if anyone wants to see what we're talking about, well, check out Justin's collectibles, and you'll see. A lot of a lot of a lot of people got onto Hasbro for his uh, his Ant Man and a Wasp figure because it had a derpy Paul Rudd face on it. Yeah, he had the smirk. But yeah, yeah, the that smirk, smirk but... looks more like Paul Rudd than the smile yeah. does on Hot Toy, which is just sad. Because I've well, seen Paul Rudd make that, that, that smirk before. Oh, he does it, it If you've watched Parks and Rec, of course. Yeah, yeah. He, he lives with that smile on his face. Um, but also in that, also released was is the Endgame Hawkeye Ronin figure. You got the you got the regular and then you've got the deluxe. The deluxe includes a um a a masked Hawkeye. Like you first meet him in, in in Endgame, which he was only in that for like five seconds, um, and then it just sucks because the comic around it was so cool. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's a great look. I have I have the uh, Diamond Select GameStop exclusive statue, and I'm looking at it right now. It, it, it's a great look. I sold. I, the 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 Marvel Legend, however, wasn't up to snuff. I just I was like. No, yeah. I, I don't the, the the body of the figure was just so bulky when you had the hood and the mask on. But Yeah, I heard that like that whole jacket situation was very restrictive. Like you couldn't get much out of that figure. And and Which is the same shame is cause comic Ronin looks so cool. And the figure I had had a loose left leg so it wouldn't stand upright. I had to get a NICA stand to put it on. Uh and a bit and yeah. you know, but I don't have that figure anymore, so not my problem. <laughs> yeah, I heard people. I did tell the seller. I did tell the seller about the loose left leg, and they were like, "Ah, oh, that's cool." Okay. <laughs> don't worry, um, I didn't rip somebody off. I saw uh, on um, some Hot Toys collectors pages people couldn't even complaining about the um, the um, Hawkeye face sculpt. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see anything wrong with sculpt. it. Neither do I. I guess they think because his face looks a little too wide, so someone was did a little Photoshop and showing you the difference with, in, with right. a real picture of him. And it's like, you know what? It, it looks so much like him. It, it's 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 very trivial. I think what they're complaining about, but I think uh, the smile gate kind of like. Open the door for people to whine and cry over stupid stuff. It's like, right. well, if you don't like it, don't spend the two hundred and fifty dollars to get the figure then, or get a different Hawkeye head sculpt. They had plenty of Hawkeyes, <laughs> like switch it out or something. There's still know? the Infinity War Hawkeye is or the last Hawkeye they released is still available on Sideshow, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it'll probably be the Civil War Hawkeye then. Was it Civil Wars? Yeah, Civil War is probably still available. I think it's still available on Sideshow. I could be wrong. Yeah. But um, speaking of going into the past, 
Hot Toys did announce a. It's not a reissue. I, I would. I guess I would say it, it, it's a resculpt, a repurpose of 2012 Loki. And I'm gonna say I might be getting this figure because. I guess what? I wouldn't say it's a reissue because it's for Endgame, but I guess it is an opportunity to updated maybe like an updated version well yeah that's why i said repurposed yeah 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 like the 2012 cap that's coming out it's a repurposed figure they they updated the face sculpt it's not a straight reissue i would like the the iron man from far from home no not far from home but from homecoming that they're releasing releasing is a straight up reissue because it's the same as the everything's the the same thing um this is I would say this is a repurposing because they do update the face sculpt a little bit because I've seen the original Avengers one and I've seen this one and I'm leaning towards this one. Um, granted, I, I I prefer the Ragnarok slash uh, Infinity War costume on Loki, but... Mm-hmm. This was our. I mean, this this one still looks great. Oh yeah. And I'm not. I'm not gonna, phenomenal. And I'm not going to spend that money that secondary sellers want on those Ragnarok Lokis. <laughs> no. I mean this. I mean the first Loki from the uh, first Avengers Hot Toy goes for a lot of money. So this is a good opportunity for people who missed that. Now you get one and it's better than that one yeah you know and then you get it for retail and it's not a bad price so, either i didn't see how much the msrp is 260 oh that's not bad that's it not bad comes with a lot of stuff right yeah you get you get i think you get i don't know if the uh the the muzzle that they put on him comes is it a separate i don't know if it's a separate head sculpt or it's an attachment to the head but he also has his helmet too and just you know, you have the tesseract. You have um, you have the the. I think the te- yeah, he has the tesseract, and he has the um the staff, with the mind stone mm-hmm. in it, and you know it's it's a good figure. It's a lot for what you're paying for it. Um, if you're interested in in that, go get it. I I I, I would I would I don't see an issue with it. Yeah. Um, nice. That's so, and this is con- this is this is something that's made it onto your uh, your list of possible. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I di- I didn't dopo it. I didn't day one pre-order it, but um, I'll probably miss out on it. Like I miss out on everything because I just I just sit and wait too long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might I might have to cut some, I, I might have to cut some pre-orders. Um. I'll probably I'll probably end up cutting those Thundercats here soon, and they're still not the Super Seven Thundercats that first wave was supposed to come out in May I believe still not out yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not gonna wait around for it. Um, Here's a, a thing that Super Seven likes to do a lot. Yeah, well I I don't I'm not other stuff sometimes. <laughs> I'm not that patient. For, I, I'm I I don't need that I don't need that in my life. I don't need that kind of nonsense. Um, you know, when you have so many other figures that are cool that you, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, with the Ninja Turtles figures starting to starting to drop through Walmart and Target, 
the next two next few months I'm going to be spending some money on that and I would rather spend my money on that than sit on wait for Super 7 to to pee in my hand and tell me it's water. Um <laughs> As nice as those figures look, but I yeah. feel like you probably like the turtles but, more than yeah. And then and then if I want, I mean, I've got there. There's the Iron Studios statues, which are, you know, it's really I want the I want the four the four cats. And so, I mean, there's plenty of opportunity to have yeah. that um, that that uh, nostalgia fandom be yeah. represented in your collection and in the, the, the iron studios diorama that they're releasing it it's it's really nice and i i think that could tickle that pickle but i know we discussed it later buying the 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 super seven line would be cheaper but i'm just like okay yeah a mumra would be nice but i do i re- I'm, i don't know i just have to think about it a little more um hmm. And then I might I might skip out on the 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 Miles and Gwen hot toys. Okay. And 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 again with Iron Studios, they they've got their Spider Verse statues that might fill that fill that void. It's funny as you think that the Miles and Gwen hot toys would tickle my pickle, and as much as I love that that movie. Um, I prefer the comic versions, and right. that's why I'm excited about the PS5 Miles game because I know Hot Toys has the license for the game reverse for Spider-Man, and that that costume is uh, 110% comic, and um, that's the one I'm waiting for. That's the one I want. Yeah, I think Hot Toys would be leaving money on the table if they don't put that figure out. I, I, I would be... be surprised. If it doesn't get announced way before, yeah, that game comes well, out. I mean, the game is coming out this Christmas, so yeah, we got. And I mean, you see how sneaky they are. They drop yeah. Spider-Man that no one even has a clue about. I mean, we got that Scarlet Spider, and that was fast. Like as it came out a month or two after they announced it, and pre-orders went out. I mean, that came out fast, and then. Iron Spider, who knows when that'll come out, but then this latest Spider-Man, no one had a clue that they were even going to drop anything Spider-Man, and they dropped that uh, yeah. hideous dance lot. <laughs> well, I, I'm um, wondering if they've got the, the contract for the Avengers game that's coming out in September. Well, I, I feel like they have a contract for all the games, because they also do Contest of Champions, where you, okay. you get the co- where you get the comic Yes. Where the War Machine, War Machine Punisher, Punisher. how they got to, where they got to make that, and that's straight up from the comics. So and that's the like Venom their loophole pool. to make comic. Yeah, in the Venom Pool, and I feel like that's their little loophole to do more comic-based figures. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't. We might get Kamal Khan. Oh, that would be cool, man. That'd be cool. I mean, I, 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 I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Don't don't quote me on this, but we could see that announcement in August to hype the game. True. This is true. But also toy. remember, I think we're well, we're also gonna we might possibly get a Kamala Khan show. So who knows? Um, well, that, that won't stop them. They'll do two. Yeah. Um, I mean, there. I mean, it's I'm not a, like it's not like Star Wars where they're taking the the rebels character of Rex. 
because Rex is not a live action character. They took the Rebels character and the animated character and made him look like the live action version of what he would look like, which is why I yeah. don't think we'll see any. Uh, well, the only Clone Wars characters I think we might see is maybe an Obi-Wan, maybe an Anakin, because they've already got those head sculpts on file until we get to see Ahsoka. If Ahsoka is because Disney still hasn't confirmed. And neither has Rosario Dawson that she's been cast as Ahsoka for the Mandalorian season two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still just rumored, but now it's a very, a, a very legit rumor because you've had Tamora Morrison cast as quote unquote Boba Fett. Yeah. I, I just feel it's money on, left on the table if they don't, I really feel it's like money on the table. Like, well, I think when we see we when we see an Ahsoka hot toy, it's going to be for the Mandalorian first. If she's yeah. in that show, and then we would see a younger Ahsoka hot toy. That they would maybe like a Rebels. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, not even a Rebels, but like close, a season, a season six, Clone Wars Ahsoka. Where her head tails are are still long, but you you just have to de-age Rosario Dawson's face a little bit. Yeah. Instead of you know what Which, you you would be doing for the Mandalorian. I'm still patiently waiting to hear your reaction to the last few episodes of the <laughs> final season of Clone Wars. I'll I'll get to it. I want to. It's just beautiful. I do I do want to watch everything because there's all this mortis stuff that Trevor Trevor was uh thinking about doing with um with the last Star Wars movie that when he left and Jay brought JJ and JJ's like Palpatine um <laughs> but anyway <laughs> but yeah I mean it, it, there's a possibility they do the Avengers game I mean I'm not um 100% like happy with a lot of the costume designs so i mean if they do the first if they do the initial costumes for the figures i mean i won't buy that cap maybe the iron man for someone who missed like a traditional iron man maybe want to pick up an iron man because anything iron man by hot toys is going to be fantastic Uh, maybe even a hulk because like a regular hulk yeah be a good opportunity thor I guess it depends on if you well they comic or you like Hensworth. They've been they've been releasing like little images. There's like each one of them has a Stark Tech uniform that you can unlock. Um, mm-hmm. they they're going to have the movie costumes that you can unlock, like like the Spider-Man game did. They're going to have mm-hmm. like classic comic costumes that you're going to be able to unlock in the game. So it's it's a it's a whole new world of of stuff out there for for those those five characters. And and then and then you've got the Kamala Khan who's the main focus of the game, which I think Hot Toys will jump on a figure for that cuz we don't know when we're going to get the Miss Marvel show. I mean, that on Disney Plus cuz that they that could probably do they could probably do two Kamalas cuz I think she's wearing like 
street clothes in the beginning of the game, and who knows when she gets her actual costume. So well, I mean, they could... I think they I think they released a a um. I thought I saw a still today of of Thor where he's in like a a baby blue T-shirt and jeans, and he's got the hammer from the game. Hmm. So okay. you've got you've got you know stuff like that. Uh, so th- there's endless possibilities for hot toys. I I just I find it funny to see whenever a Marvel toy, Marvel hot toy or not. Cause I think, I think we're going to get, I, I think they've probably pushed back a wonder woman announcement since the movie got moved. Um, and, and obviously they've pushed any black widow announcements back, but yeah, they haven't said, they mentioned anything for black widow hot toys. Right. And so I, I don't know what hot toys for taskmaster. <laughs> I don't know what Hot Toys announces next. I think if they have anything left from Endgame, I think that gets announced cuz like I said, like like we said earlier, the Loki the 2012 Loki is what I'll call it was announced the Endgame 2012 Loki was announced this week, so I mean you could still see a Scarlet Witch announcement if if they're doing her which you've seen her in the stills. You know, there, there's always a Drax they could release. Um, I think you're gonna see that before. I don't. I don't know if they're gonna. I mean, it's just fun to watch the Star Wars fans get upset for the lack of hot toy announcements when they come out. But I, I have a feeling we're gonna get out. It's now been a while. Mention it too. I mean, now that you mention it too, just sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, you're they, fine. They they released the 2012 Cap, the 2012 Loki. Everybody from that first Avengers movie, I think maybe besides Hawkeye and Black Widow, um, and maybe they did show them real quick, but they sh- everybody from that movie was in Endgame in, right. that, in that time period. So there's potential to release that first Hulk again, mm-hmm. you know, maybe retooled, updated. You know, they're, all those original Avengers. Yeah. So, I mean, if you missed out on stuff, I mean, they could release Endgame stuff for a while, right. especially pulling from the 2012 stuff. Yeah, and you and know. they can also, you know, you could get a 2014 Star Lord. Uh, I mean, he's in it for five seconds, but um, yeah. or or a 2014 Thanos. We we didn't we never got a Thanos. Uh, I don't. Did we get a Thanos from Guardians? I don't yeah, remember. We did get a Thanos. Okay. See, they can. Re- you got a Thanos with a floating uh, throne chair. Yeah, you could get a you can get a reissue re, retooling of that Thanos without the chair. Yeah, yeah um, well, and that that Thanos is actually significantly smaller than the Thanos from Infinity War and Endgame. <laughs> so it gives them an opportunity to maybe put that Thanos on that Infinity War or Endgame buck. Yeah, but I I think so. I. I, I I think the I think we might get a Star Wars announcement here soon for something. What I don't know. Maybe some maybe a Cara Dune from the Mandalorian. I don't know. Which I, I think she's grown grow she's grown in popularity. So I yeah, think a lot of people would be anticipating her and excited for her. Well, but we yeah, still have, Star Wars fans are getting butthurt because they're releasing non-Star Wars stuff, and it's like it's not the only property Hot Toys does. Calm down. Right. Yeah. I agree. Um, I know. I know a lot of people want a uh, uh, Moff Gideon hot toy. 
um, okay. or a Carl Weathers, a Grief Karga. But and I'm sure they'll show up in season two. If they don't do a season one version of this, I'll sure they'll do a season two. But but the thing was who the thing too was is they just released the Han Solos from Solo. Yeah. Um. So calm down. So, solo. Yeah. Well, I mean, Solo and Ant Man, Ant Man and Wasp, they they've been people have been waiting for those for a long time. Well, we what, still like have a Wasp. I think Wasp. Yeah. I I could see Wasp being released this week. Since yeah, because they dropped yeah. the Ant Man. I mean, the Wasp is a cool looking figure. I'm just not like that into those characters to like purchase them. I mean, Wasp would be tempting because I'm sure she looks awesome with the wings and everything. And yeah, I mean, I've got my DST stat. I got my DST statues of both of them, so I'm good. Mm. So. Um. But, uh, I mean, I don't want to speculate. I, I just think there's a lot of possibilities with that Avengers game that you could run into a a big lull of non-Clone Wars and non-Mandalorian Star Wars figures. I know a lot of people were hoping for 40th anniversary hot toys, and we've gotten two announced, but... You know, they're supposed to come out next month. Which I, I think people got to remember, too, is like, you know, Hong Kong is where the COVID really started. And they got hit super hard. Right. And especially, too, at the time, like just before that, they were having their uh, protests um, protests and, and stuff. So, I mean, Hot Toys legitimately, like, there's a reason I think it didn't help. They, I mean, in Solo, because they were already behind. But I mean, I'm sure that's put them uh, behind a little bit, yeah, more than they'd like to. So I, I, I'm sure we'll see a lot more getting released once they start catching up and stuff. But like you said, there's there's a lot of potential at least um, with Marvel and the video games that is kind of exciting. And like I said, yeah. uh, that Miles, if they put out like that's that's a dopo for me, 100 percent. Like and a Spider-Man yeah. 2099. I mean, they're still putting out the first game of Spider-Man stuff, so that, I have a, a feeling that I, that's a day for you, like it was for me with Rex, where you're refreshing every few minutes on their website, on the Sideshow website, yeah. to see what goes up for pre-order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I did with Scarlet Spider. As soon as like I heard the rumor when it was gonna be like put out, like. It's going to go up on Sideshow. I sat there on the Spider-Man section of Hot Toys and just hit refresh <laughs> every five seconds until it popped up. And then as soon as it popped up, boom. Like, that's what I do with – I have a feeling a lot of people are begging for twenty ninety nine, which yeah. is weird. Like, because I, I tend to like obscure Spider-Man, and I didn't know he was as popular as he is. Well, yeah, I'll, I, I I'll tell you this. My, my boys play the Spider-Man game. My oldest – his favorite Spider-Man suit on the game is the blue 2099 suit. Um, my middle son's favorite Spider-Man is Miles. Oh, and nice. Because, because of Spider-Verse. That's, he loved that movie. He would sit there like when he was six and just watch over and over and over again when it hit Netflix. So that, that there, yeah. And my oldest, absolutely loves it. He, he he won't 
he unlocks a new suit in the game, and he's still in the 2099 suit. So, uh, boy, after <laughs> my own heart, man. Even even though he absolutely loves the Marvel, the Tom Holland movies, so. I still hope that rumor is true that we're going to get a 2099 movie or TV show. Uh, the, I, I, okay I, we know we're getting him in, in the Spider-Verse 2 movie, which started production a couple weeks ago. Um, I mean, 2099 in the Spider-Verse 2 movie. So we know that. Yeah, I mean, he showed up in the first, at the end of the first one, which was cool. Right. Um, which I'm, I, I think probably, like, helped his uh exposure a little bit yeah um and then we're supposed to get the toey spider-man which is like uh one of my favorite alternate spider-man which was like kind of like a guilty pleasure for me um you know supposedly he's going to be in spider-verse 2 yes that's been confirmed we reported that well i didn't say would say we reported it but we talked about it when it was reported lord miller lord and uh i think is it chris miller and phil lord i I can't remember yeah but they confirmed it. They confirmed that Toei's in it. Yeah. So, I mean, as much as I want to keep that in my back pocket, and, <laughs> I mean, lately, lately I haven't been able to. And seeing how Marvel has been pushing that, that Spider-Man. Yeah. You know. Um, hey, it'll be nice. It would be nice for you to get, I mean, they're doing Spider-Verse hot toys. So, I'm yeah, pretty I mean, uh, you would get those two. Um, if they did that, I'd probably get the gamer. I had to see if the gamer Spider-Man 2099. I definitely get over the Spider-Verse. Right. But the Telly one, I feel like that's the only time he would come out in a hot toy form. Yeah. So that would be a dofo. And my, where my mind goes is oh, Hasbro, hot toys, Leopardon. Like, <laughs> oh, if they make Leopardon toys, like, uh, give me that Spider-Man's giant robot. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's because like my grail, my my grail, which is a real grail, is there's um from the seventies there was um they're called jumbo machinders. We got some of them here called shogun warriors, but they may it's rare in Japan, so it goes for a lot of money in Japan. But now even more money is they have a jumbo machinder leopard on, mm. and the last one I ever saw complete with box with everything went for ten thousand dollars. And that's like a grail item for me. Like I would take like an incomplete one, like without box. And even then that's probably like three to four thousand dollars. Like I mean that's like one of my grails. I I only have well I say I wanna say I want to say I only have one grail, but I honestly probably have two. And it would be a Christopher Reeve or a Michael Keaton hot toy. Um Okay. It's going to be very hard for me to pass on that Val Kilmer hot toy when they release it. Mm-hmm. The Val Kilmer Batman hot toy. Because he doesn't have nipples. He doesn't have nipples, so. Oh, they excluded that one? Oh, yeah, that suit didn't have nipples, did it? The bat, the bat, the that's, Val that's Kilmer the Batman doesn't have nipples, but the Chris O'Donnell Robin suit has nipples. Hot toy. If I remember. If I, remember. I think that Val Kilmer... The Val Kilmer Batman hot toy, that's the, the 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 suit he wears at the end of the movie, and that one I don't believe had nipples. Yeah, Clooney was the first Batman with ni- No, wait. I have to rewatch those movies. I can't tell. Yeah, because they had 
the regular Batman suit that had nipples that Kilmer wore, and then the Hot Toys one is the more gray final suit that he wears. That the, the yeah, we'll, we'll call it the battle suit or whatever. The wear the, the suit that he puts on at the end of the movie. That one doesn't have nipples, and that's the suit the Hot Toys is. It's not the all black, it's the gray. Did Chris O'Donnell's suit in Forever have nipples? Because I want to yes. say I saw his his suit has nipples. Yeah, it did. Because he just had a regular Robin suit on. The Batman suit is like a special suit he wears at the end of the movie, and it doesn't have nipples. It's where they show the bat butt. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I remember the bat butt. Everybody remembers the bat butt. And the cod piece. Yeah. Yeah. Chris O'Donnell's there's no denying that Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer looked good in that bat suit he did plus you know what he looked very much almost like Keaton in the bat suit because they both have his lips yeah O'Donnell O'Donnell didn't have the, the nipples on in, in forever and then Clooney got him I thought he did. no he did he did he did and then Clooney got him in um, Batman and Robin well, I'm, I'm pretty sure Kilmer's Kilmer's did at the Kilmer's beginning. Didn't. Kilmer's did not. It didn't. I thought. I just, I thought I just all black up. suit did. No, with the with the gold bat symbol. It did not. Interesting. Okay. I'm, right. I'm, I mean, I'll double I check. Misremember. Oh no, no, no! I was wrong. You were right. Kilmer's did. Yeah, because he's got the regular, like, Keaton-esque black Batman suit that had the nipples. Like I said, the Hot Toy is the, the final is, fight yeah, suit that's which more does, gray. Yeah. With the black bat across the chest. We're having a debate on fucking bat nipples. <laughs> <laughs> guess, guess what we just figured out what the title of the episode is. Bat nipples? <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that down so I don't forget it. Um. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm not, I'm not gonna be mad if they put out a Kamala Khan. I'd actually consider getting a Kamala because I like her, and she's plus she's from Jersey. Jersey. So. She's from Jersey City, so oh. you know. Did they did they announce anything else? This, any anybody announced anything this week that was of, of significance or mm, or, or anything that we could our... talk about? I mean, I know the Rock. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, has been confirmed for uh, the DC Fandom event, which I can't remember the date okay. on that. Um, the, that's a the, streaming event? Yeah, it's a streaming convention for them where they're going to okay. drop some uh, – they're, they're dropping a lot of basically everything for the next I year. To, I, I have to say I, I – uh... I respect his uh, loyalty with DC, even though it's been, what, oh my God, like how many years since they first I'm, announced he's going to be Black Adam and he's still holding strong with them? Like, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I, I believe he is a big reason why Henry Cavill is back as Superman. Mm. Um, they do share a, a agent, um, but 
I, I think he, ha- I know he, he was very vocal when, when they weren't sure if Cavill was coming back or not, that he was very vocal. He wanted Superman in the black Adam movie and he wanted Henry and he was sharing a lot of, um, he was sharing a lot of shots of him and Cavill, you know, having tequila together and all this stuff. And on his Instagram, like right about the time he was uh, filming Jungle Cruise, he was sharing a lot of shots with uh, John, with him and John Krasinski working out together. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't know how John Krasinski even kept up with him. Um. <laughs> but um yeah i just i just found a press release somebody posted it's dc fandome i was looking i was calling it fandom um it says the global event will immerse fans in the dc multiverse with new announcements see i hate that i hate that they they're embracing this with new announcements from WB Games, film, and TV, and comics, as well as an unprecedented opportunity to hear from the cast and creators behind your favorite feature films and TV series, including Aquaman, The Batman, Batwoman, Black Adam, Black Lightning, DC Superhero Girls, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, DC's Stargirl, Doom Patrol, The Flash, Harley Quinn, The Snyder Cut of Justice League, Lucifer, Pennyworth, Shazam, The Suicide Squad, Supergirl, Superman, and Lois, Teen Titans Go, Titans, Watchmen, Young Justice, Outsiders, and coming this fall to theaters worldwide, Wonder Woman 1984. So it's a 24-hour event. I think we're going to get a look at season whatever we are on. I think three of Titans. I think we're going to get some announcements for Aquaman 2. I think we're going to get some announcements for Shazam 2. Um, probably some more announcements for Black Adam. Um, obviously, we'll get some updates on, on all the TV shows, which I don't really care. We might get a trailer drop for Suicide Squad, for Guns, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. I think we're going to get a first look at the Superman and Lois TV show that they're putting on the CW. Uh, we'll probably get an announcement if there's going to be a Watchmen season two. And of course we'll probably get, you know, it, it'll be all built around wonder woman 84. So, but Momoa has confirmed that he will be appearing as has Dwayne. And I think we're going to get a big trailer for I think I think this DC fandom event is going to be centered around Wonder Woman 84 and the Snyder Cut. Um, but I think we're going to get a lot of looks into what is coming for new for some first looks at some stuff that we've been, you know. I have a question. Okay. I have a question. Every Sorry, but you, you say Snyder. But every time you say Snyder Cut, can you hear my eyes rolling? <laughs> I, I I thought I was putting you to sleep. I thought I heard you snoring. Oh, no, no, no. My eyes are just like the eye roll heard around the world. Every time I hear Snyder cut, I'm just like, like oh god, like uh, this is a, this being a big a big deal is like ridiculous to me. But anyway, I, I think we're gonna find out too if Ezra Miller is coming back as the Flash. 
Now, um, now, there, I, you're gonna, you're gonna ask what I texted you the other night, aren't you? Yeah, I wanna. I, I was gonna say segue. All right. Flash news. Flash being one your your guy, your favorite. So I was gonna hold um, off on this because I don't. I, I'm not happy about this at all. But Grace Randolph, who take her or leave her on what you think of her, her accuracy. That's where I got the DC fandom press release from. But in the same breath, about 24 hours ago, she tweeted for some unknown reason. Uh, she got a casting grid from dated December, 2019 for Andy machete. Is that his name? How, how I pronounce his name? Andy machete, who, um, is directing the Flash movie. It looks like the based on the casting that was listed, and she she posted that it's going to be Flashpoint. Um, because right, her tweet says Flashpoint casting grid December 2019, but some only seeing now. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is listed as circling Thomas Wayne, Ray Fisher, Billy Crudup, new female lead, quote unquote, Sam, Barry's mom. And then it goes on to say no Martha Wayne, a.k.a. female Joker listed. Um, This also had uh, Kiersey Clemens was dropped from the cast list. Which she was brought on to play Iris West by Rick Fami I can't Rick Famiua, who directed who who directed Dope and was um, involved in the Mandalorian season one. And then okay. there that she's no longer on the list. So I'm guessing Sam is Iris West, I'm hoping. Um okay. you cannot but but my problem my problem is the crutch, the crutch that is Batman. And many people were disappointed back when Snyder cast Ben Affleck as Batman after it was announced Snyder was going for an older Batman. Mm -hmm. Um, many people wanted Jeffrey Dean Morgan or John Hamm or at the time, Josh Brolin to play an older Batman. Roland, I believe, was out of the running very soon because of being cast as Thanos. And Jeffrey D. Morgan ended up playing Thomas Wayne in flashbacks in BVS. Um, Batman is a crutch. Batman is a crutch DC needs to get over. If this movie happens, this would be like – I'm trying to explain it for a Marvel fan. This would be like introducing the Fantastic Four into the MCU through Secret Wars 2015 by doing that storyline into a movie. So you understand how upset I am at this. Flashpoint is a safety net for DC. And I'll I'll explain what I mean by that. Flashpoint is something you do 10 to 15 years down the road when you have... Batman actor, a Superman actor, a Flash actor pushing 50, 60 years old. And you can't really say 
we're going with this because with Flashpoint, yeah. you can turn back time and start over. Yeah, um, those actors are aging out of the roles. When a- actors are aging out of roles, that's when you do a Flashpoint. Um, it's been done, and it was done fine with in the animated universe when they wanted to transition to a new Batman from Kevin Conroy to Jason O'Mara. Um, and, and, and Jerry O'Connell as Superman and so on and so forth. That's what a flashpoint does for you. What a flashpoint is is not an introduction to a character, which we got a poor introduction to this character in justice league. And I say poor, poor introduction. Well, I, I mean a piss poor introduction. I'm sorry. Ezra Miller might be a fine actor in all the other stuff he does, but he was an awful. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to judge, judge him. Um, I don't think he's a bad actor. He's I didn't, I did not enjoy him in the, in the Harry Potter movie he was in. Um, Fantastic mm-hmm. Beasts and where to find them. I did not enjoy him. I did. I, I did not like I and I did not like him as Flash. Um, well, I, honestly, they first showed him as Flash in Suicide Squad. That was our first introduction to him as Flash. Right, I don't so like that costume. Just as well, BVS. Oh yeah, was, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And I'm I'm sorry, but that costume is awful. That costume doesn't make sense. Um, I think they were trying to um. Take influence from the video game. Yes, and that's the problem. Justice. Yeah. Which I mean, <laughs> comparing apples to oranges, I mean, I think the Injustice suit looks better than what they actually came up with, but for the movies, but um. Well, for for years, for here, here's the thing. With Mart, with the MCU, the MCU has always relied on Cap, Iron Man, and Thor. We all went into Endgame expecting all three of them to die heroic deaths. The fourth character in in the MCU that we always that we gravitate towards is Hulk or Black Widow. You could you could make a case for Black Widow. She's been in a lot of the movies. DC has its Trinity. DC has, you know, you go to the comics with with Marvel. It's Spider Man, Wolverine, Cap. That's their big three. Am I mistaken on that? Um, no, I don't, I don't think you're mistaken. I mean, for Iron Man's up there now because of the movies. I mean, well, every, he, everyone else. I mean, everyone. Well, I mean, Spider-Man was like A-list. That was their number one book. So anybody under him is kind of like a B-list, right? C-list. You know, he's Spider-Man and the X-Men for years. Yeah. In the nineties. Yeah. In the 90s and the 2000s. Um, Yeah. What? I just got a text message on my phone that it's just absolute insanity, but okay. Um, What I'm I'm saying is with DC, they're A-list. I've always contended DC does not have a trinity. DC has a quartet. DC quartet is Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and the Flash. I think when and, and I think that that that's been since about 1989, 1990 when we got the John Wesley ship show. Um, 
there was a reason that the CW Flash was more successful than Arrow. That the 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 premiere episode in season one of that show was is still to this day one of the most watched episodes in CW. I think seven million people watched that premiere episode. Um, I I could go back and look. I I I'm, it might have even crossed into the ten million range. But it's been one of the mo- the Flash has been one of the most successful shows on the CW for that reason. Um, it's way more successful than Supergirl, way more successful than Batwoman. It has been more successful than Arrow, and it's definitely way more successful than Legends of Tomorrow, which is always being threatened to be canceled. The Flash is an that's your A-list in the DC universe. In, in any DC universe, those are your four. Those are your big four. Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, and The Flash. To come in here and introduce this character the way you're doing in the movies mm-hmm. is proving to me that you have no clue what you're doing. You have – I, I just – I am now a proponent of shutting it all down. Mm. I believe if this is the best idea you can come up with for Barry Allen, the flash, one of your most human characters that you have way more human and relatable than Clark Kent, way more human and relatable than Bruce Wayne, and definitely way more human and relatable than, than Diana Prince, wonder woman. If this is the best you can do, you are failing miserably. The Flash for DC should be a combination of Captain America and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Captain America's moral compass with Spider-Man's charm. That's the Flash. But you're not choosing to do that. You're not choosing to use one of your best assets. You think... Oh, our money is on just whatever. We're going to do this because it's crazy. And hey, it's a way to get Batman involved. Because for lack of a better term, if you're doing Flashpoint, that means you want to do an opposite Batman. You don't understand what you're doing. And and it's sad that their first Flash movie would be Flashpoint. It is. It's very upsetting to me. It's very upsetting to me as a Flash fan. And it's very upsetting to me as a DC fan that this is the best you can do. And this is to me, this is to me, this is Jeff Johns still trying to pull his strings that he can pull. You need to get rid of that man. Get him out of there. You're taking, I can't even tell you how many years of, I think the Flash is, close to 60 years old you're taking 60 years of history and you're starting this is like this is like taking the lord of the rings and you're starting in return of the king after when 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 aragorn they they ride up to mordor to distract sauron so Frodo can get the ring in the mountain in, in Mount Doom. That's where you're starting with the Flash. You're starting near the end. 
you, you it's completely irresponsible in my opinion and i think it's a huge disservice to flash fans because there's people that love the flash and and, and we've like, already we've already had a flashpoint controversy with the tv show where you set up this flashpoint which could go for a at least half a season, but you resolve it in one episode. Just so you can get another speedster in there. Okay. Why do we need another speedster? It, it's It's almost like it's a disservice to the, the show, the movie, and it's almost a disservice to that storyline, to be honest. You know it what is. I mean? And it's it, it's also like Flashpoint's like bringing it's like making the death of Superman and the Dark Knight Returns now as your first movie. Oh wait. Oh shit, they did that. See, here's the thing you with know what I mean? <laughs> the thing the thing with um, Well, the thing with Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder wasn't interested in telling a story. Zack Snyder a a, a, a story in a grand narrative. He's interested in telling the story he wants to tell. He's interested in doing what he wants to do. And Warner Brothers let him do that because for some reason they're enamored with his name. And I'm like, really? You've watched Zack Snyder movies and said, man, I'm a big fan of this. I'm sorry, but. Uh, I mean, I've said it a million times and I'll say it again. Zack Snyder is very good visually. It's great visually, story-wise. He sucks. Right. Watch Sucker Punch. I, I don't need to. Watch I watched Watchmen. Punch, love it. I watched his Watchmen. It was not good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like visually, it's, there's things that he films that looks beautiful, things that look like they're ripped right out of a comic book panel, but his storytelling is uh, below subpar. It's like in the gutter storytelling. He's not a good storyteller. Right. I think, I, I, I mean, I, I hate to keep going down the same rabbit holes and complaining about DC, but it's just like, what are they doing? Well, DC, I'm trying to find the John Favreau quote I saw this week. Um, well, right, well, why do you look at that? that all I got to say is, you know how Sony has these really bad Spider-Man ideas? Yeah. And thankfully, some of them don't go to fruition. DC has these equally bad ideas, but they're actually going through with them. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's like it's, it's like having an idea for Aunt May movie and saying and going full on, let's do it, bring it to production. You know, but that's what DC's doing with these crap ideas. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, it's it, just. Uh, I don't know how people that are fans of DC can watch this stuff and be happy. And I'm not. Uh, I'm, not. I'm, you... I'm at the point. I'm like, Man of Steel was a good movie. It had its flaws, but it wasn't. It was a good start. It was not. It's a nice leadoff hitter that you can. If you have a good leadoff hitter, and it can get on base for you. It's not. It's probably. It's not an Iron Man one, but it's a good start. It's a good building point. Right, I can you know I mean? can work with a leadoff hitter who bats two seventy. That was Man of Steel. 
a leadoff hitter who yeah. bats 270. Um, it's not it's not a it's not a leadoff hitter who bats 300. And for baseball fans, batting 300 is very good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I I I really want to find this quote, but I'm just I'm just too busy cycling through all this, all with all these rumors now circulating with Cyborg and and Flashpoint Batman. Everybody's doing their mock-ups of what they could look like and all this crap. And and of course, you know, comicbook.com.com has got a report on every single piece of fan art they see on the internet. But I'm trying yeah. to find the John Favreau quote that they had, where it's. Um, oh, I mean, good news from them. We're getting another Bryce Dallas Howard episode for the Mandalorian season two. That's good. I think yeah. I enjoyed her episode. I did too. But John Favreau said said something. I, I, oh, this is so annoying. Like you, they're, they're posting the same five things over and over and over again. But John Favreau said something to the effect of, "You have to listen to the fans." You can't sit there and do, it, it, it basically to me, it was like, you can't just come in here and do everything you want. You have to listen to the fans because you're not making this for you. You're making this for them. Now I'm, I, you know, it, obviously he doesn't go too in depth on it, but I'm of the opinion. Don't listen to the fanboys. Don't listen to these people who like are like, well, 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 Captain America, it's his, he doesn't, his, 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 his suit isn't spandex. It's like, it should be spandex. It shouldn't be like, uh, no, that doesn't make any sense. Um, I, I just, you know, Thor, Thor never would got fat in the comics. Why is he fat? Where's his helmet? Where's Thor's helmet? What? Why, why, you know, why, why would, why do we want to see Thor's helmet? Who cares about Thor's freaking helmet? I don't, um, don't listen to those fans, but you have to listen to the fans who respect the material. That's something I've always felt in, in, in watching the Mandalorian special is, is Deborah Chow and both Bryce Dallas Howard and John Favreau said, we're not making this for us. We're getting to play in the sandbox, but we're making this for all these people out there. And for too yeah. too long, I think DC and and you you kind of saw this with Star Wars too, with 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 the the episode you know episode movies is you got somebody who doesn't care. They're like, I'm a big name. I'm going to sell this on my name alone. And with Ryan Johnson, he's like, I'm an artist. I do. I do this. I, this is my art. This is my art. Well, no. For I just and I, and I feel like it's too much. Is it too much to ask these people to say? Be a fan of this stuff. Have respect for the material. I'm not sure Zack Snyder ever, and and I don't know. I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, I, I'll I'll admit it. But to me, Zack Snyder looked like somebody. I was like, I'm gonna pick up the major storylines. I'll pick up 
net, you know, Dark Knight Returns, and I'll pick up uh, Death of Superman, and I'll read those. Oh wow, this is really cool. If I can get this into a movie, yeah, and, they, they they he went to Barnes and Noble and picked up. Yeah, <laughs> but in know. his defense, and I will defend Zack Snyder, oh. is BVS was a forced movie. Mm. Because Man of Steel didn't do the box office that Warner Brothers kind of pigeonholed itself into doing. When your mm-hmm. CEO comes out and says, if this movie doesn't make a billion dollars, it's a failure. Well, guess what? It only made $600 million, which is good to, for, for a $200 million movie, a movie that costs $200 million to make, to make $660 million. That's a good that's a good return on your box office investment. But you have to back up yeah. your words. Your words said if this doesn't make a billion dollars, it's a failure. So what Warner Brothers did was Warner Brothers panicked and they said, Well, Zach, we don't want to do a Man of Steel 2 because obviously Superman doesn't draw like Batman does. So we need you to get Batman in this movie somehow. And I think that's what happened. Yeah. I think that's and Look, and honestly, it's 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 idiocy on Warner Brothers' part because they ran off Richard Donner, they ran off Tim Burton, off these franchise movies. Um, they sat there and they went with when you when you look at the development that eventually led to Superman Returns, which is a piece of garbage movie. Mm. Brandon Routh was amazing in it, but the rest of the cast was garbage the direction was garbage the story was garbage i i will i brandon routh did his best to make chicken salad out of chicken shit in that movie um yeah yeah but when you read what led yeah, up yeah, to that, that and the fact that they almost let brett ratner direct and then mick g direct superman movies the problem is not the people they're hiring, but it's the people that are doing the hiring of the people that are the problem. Does that make sense? Yeah. Warner Brothers is yeah. the problem here. Warner Brothers is the problem. And the fact that yeah, Patty I mean, Jenkins – sorry, I'm, I'm on a roll. The fact that Patty Jenkins had to fight to keep the no man's land scene in Wonder Woman because executive – like the best scene it. in the movie. <laughs> It's the scene where she reveals herself to the world. The fact yeah. that she had to fight to keep that scene in that movie shows you these people do not know what they are doing. They need if they want this to be successful and they want to make dump truck dump trucks full of cash like Marvel's doing, they need to find somebody to put in charge who has a respect for the material, who has a respect for the fans. Not the fanboys who are like, wow, oh, where's his little S-curl? Why does Superman not have an S-curl? They need to find people who respect the material and respect the fans enough, even maybe even like the source material. That's a, that. There's a thought right mm-hmm. there. And, and put them in charge and well, let I, I them start over. Okay, sorry. I mean, uh... Without me sounding redundant, it's I always well besides executives and the studio sticking their um, 
the hands and shit. I've always believed a lot of it too is the writing. A lot of it is guys that don't right. respect comic books and writing. And right. Think, oh, I can write something way better than a comic book writer. And that's what I firmly believe too. Right. It's someone that thinks they can do a better job. And I think until DC gets someone on the caliber of a Feige to bring focus and direction to it, right. you can continue to get shit. You might get a couple of <clears throat> you might get a couple of uh, shiny pennies uh, out of out of some of the movies. You know, maybe oh, you know, maybe Aquaman two will be fantastic. Maybe Black Adam will be great. But for the rest of the stuff, it just you, it, expect shit. That way, right. you, you, maybe you won't be that disappointed. But I mean, maybe you'll get a couple of shiny pennies out of out of it, but you're not going to get anything to the enjoyable. Like, even the worst Marvel movies are still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not going to get that if things continue to go the way they're going with these. You're I, not going to get that. I enjoyed sitting... I enjoyed Age of Ultron. I don't have to love the movie. Thor The Dark World was, you know, I enjoyed... It had its moments. It kept me entertained. It's not one of the best Marvel movies. Um, but Justice League is painful to sit through. Now, that may be a bad example, okay? That's probably a very bad example. And the way David Ayer likes to claim online, Suicide Squad is also a bad example. And But I haven't even... I, I, I'm sorry. The, the most recent slate since Man of Steel up to now of DC movies... I enjoyed Man of Steel. I tolerated BVS. I tolerated Aquaman. And I liked Wonder Woman. The rest, and that's, and that's including Joker. I'm including Joker in this because my problem with Joker is, is Joker deals with a very serious issue in this country in mental health. Yet that message in that movie is lost because people are too busy saying, hmm, there's Batman's parents. That's Bruce Wayne. That's Alfred. Oh, my gosh. What does this mean for the Pattinson movie? Because that's what people are thinking. They're thinking with the franchise mindset. That movie should have been called something like The Comedian, the, The Jokester, or something like that. That should not have been... And and Todd Phillips, take, I, I think Todd Phillips Joker did that, that so title. he could. Yes, you you take you take Joker off, you take the clown makeup out, you take Gotham, you take that all those references, you take them out, and you. But but Todd Phillips isn't creative enough to do that, so he needs Batman to make people remember. Oh, this is you know I I just I'm sorry. The message of that – there was an important message I feel in that movie about mental health and the mental health crisis in this country, but it's lost. It's lost on a lot of people because Warner Brothers wanted to make money, and that's what they wanted to do. Yeah, so they slapped Joker on it. Mm-hmm. It could have been called The Clown. It could have had The Clowns in it. They could have called it like it is. We all know that's New York. You know what I mean? I, yeah. And that's my problem with that movie. 
Yeah. Well, my thing is too is like I I want to like the DC movies as much as I like to take a dump in DC cereal bowl. I want to like what they what they're you know I want to like it. Right. And I I feel bad for fans, and I don't understand how pe- fans can accept what they're being given. They're being force head dog shit. Yep. And being told you're going to like it. I mean, my other thing is, what do people expect from the Snyder Cut? They expect this, like, oh, well, you know, it's going to be great, and this is, they're going to continue with this universe with this, or it's not what's going to happen. All it is is showing you what you could have got, but the rest of this stuff doesn't matter. What are you getting from the Snyder Cut? Everybody's making a big deal about the Snyder Cut. All you're getting is a director's, it's like the Donner Cut. 30 well, years later, except we're getting it sooner. Like, what is more? It's just to get more money. Oh, okay. You want it that bad? Fine. Here you go. Oh, we're launching our our, 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 our streaming thing? That'd be great to throw on there. Get a lot of people to, what, that keep begging for the Snyder Cut to subscribe to our thing. Let's put it out. It's yep. irrelevant. The Snyder Cut's going to be irrelevant. It's not like, what? oh, now it's going to continue. And, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they say it, it does gangbusters. They're like, oh well, let's redo, let's let's continue with this and and you know make it better. And but I highly doubt, seeing Zack Snyder's previous work, that it's gonna be good. Right. You're gonna no, get the I'm... same shit sandwich. It's yeah. Just, you know, except for this one, the crust's gonna be the, the crust's gonna be cut off, and it's gonna be cut in little triangles like your mom used to do. You know what I mean? But it's still gonna be a shit sandwich. I, you're not. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. And 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 it's 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 catering. It's it's the same problem I see a lot of people doing when they when they're like, well, Twitter says this, social media says this. You're a fool if you use social media to judge what will be popular and what will you know what will go over with the with the rest of the country. You're an idiot. Because social media is a funhouse mirror that less than 2% of this country uses. Okay? I, I want that to sink in. Social media is used by 2% of this country. And you're going to make million, billion dollar decisions based on social media? Because that's basically what Warner Brothers said. Now... In Warner Brothers' defense, they said, let's put it on HBO Max instead of releasing it to a movie theater. Because then you would have seen just a catastrophic bomb in the box office. Well, you know, it also tells me, besides that, that they still don't have faith in Zack Snyder's. Zack Snyder. People think this is a big deal. They're not even going to release it in the theater. That tells me they have zero fucking faith. Well, so, right now, right now, the biggest zero. thing, the biggest thing that Warner Brothers has coming out in 2021 is the Snyder Cut, and it's not even going to be in theaters. They're saying the Snyder that that Warner Brothers is putting more money behind promotion of the Snyder Cut than it is James Gunn's Suicide Squad, which I haven't seen dick about. There's right. a teaser or something for that. The last thing I've seen in that for a while. He's in post. 
They're in post-production. They're done seen, filming. I'm sorry. I'm cursing so much, but I've seen fuck all for that. <laughs> like, and they're, and they're busy promoting, um, obviously, you know, they had zero faith in that they pulled from a fucking project, despite any personal things, because I feel bad for his situation. Yeah. But they obviously had zero faith, pulled him in, and now they're promoting... And they put and Joss Whedon in charge. Of, yeah, and they put Joss Whedon in charge of that movie because they thought they could push him around, and they did. And he just got frustrated and put that piece of crap out and was like, "Here, whatever, do this. Don't work with me again." Because right after that, they had said Joss Whedon's going to do a Batgirl movie. Joss Whedon's going to do a Batgirl movie. Then Snyder stepped away from Justice League, and then Whedon came in to save the day, quote unquote. Then after Justice League came out, Whedon's like, "I'm done. I'm not doing Batgirl." Because I thought Josh Whedon, Josh Whedon was going to put his ginger finger in the pot and they were going to have an Avengers 2012. And it didn't happen. Right, because, because you don't know what you're doing. Because they sat there and they messed with it. And Josh and Whedon's like, I remember well, Josh, Josh Whedon's like, why am I reshooting this whole freaking movie? I thought I was just coming in to do reshoots and 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 clean up some some special effects. No, no. He reshot. They made him reshoot almost ninety percent of that movie. Yeah, so, so they could try to take the name off the marquee, being a play a, a company that's obsessed with names, just so they yeah. can do the diner where the soul kinds did to rip the guy's name off uh, the off the credits. Mm-hmm. And it, for what? Oh well, you liked Avengers, right? You love Marvel. This guy made Avengers. You know how great that was. Well, guess what? He's coming in and he's he's fixing Justice League. It's gonna be awesome. No, it was absolute dog shit. I can't even sit through the whole movie. I, I only seen bits and pieces because it's dog shit. I like, cannot. And, and he, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. And you know what the number one problem is, and why they keep pushing this stuff out, keep doing it, because fans are blindly giving their money. Yep. If you don't like what you're getting. Don't buy the product. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's dumping their money into this, like going and paying for the like this stuff. Okay, Wonder Woman was great, and I God, I hope Wonder Woman '84 is great, good too, because she's the only really enjoyable aspect of this. I like Cavall. I, 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 he was done a huge disservice. He should have gotten to play Superman for a few films before he introduced Batman, and let alone 10 years, they should have played Superman for 10 years before he introduced Doomsday into a shitty fucking story that DC was desperate to put out just to top Marvel, because Marvel was kicking their ass. I'm fist pumping. That's why they came up with that story. I'm fist pumping in the air. That's the reason why, you know why they broke Batman's back like a twig in the 90s? Because Marvel was out selling them, and they needed a gimmick to sell comics, so they broke Batman's back like a wishbone, and they killed Superman. That's why they did it. It's not a good story. They're dog shit stories. And everybody oh. remembers it because that's when the hype was to sell a billion different covers because of speculation because you think you're going to pay for your kid's college. Well, guess what? Oh. You didn't. It's a 99-cent bin, and they're basing your stories off of this. I, it's bullshit. It's the absolute an- shit. The animated movies based on the death of Superman were fantastic. Um, I did enjoy the Nightfall story. Yeah, and, and they tweeted Sorry. And I saw them, and they tweaked them. And they tweaked them. Yeah, they were good. They took a shit story and made it enjoyable. And then this, they just take a shit story. They 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 shoehorn a shit story into a fucking <laughs> something. It's just like 
You've got almost 100 years of stories between Batman and Superman alone that you could draw from, and you take the 90s garbage. Let's try over over 160 years. They're both over over 80. Okay, yeah, there you go. Uh, 160 years worth of stories, and you shoehorn a fucking story that was all made out of desperation with Marvel is out selling DC and they know what to fucking do and they're shitting themselves. They come up with a gimmick to sell more comics. That's what you face your movie stories off of. Give me a break. Like, you know what I mean? And people keep, and this is why you keep getting dog shit, because you spend your money. If you don't like the product and you want a better product, don't spend your money. Yep. And 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 you're going to have to rethink everything. And I said, asshats are going to go out and get HBO Max just to watch the fucking Snyder Cut. Irrelevant dog shit. He's, He's yelling at me, people. Um, you know, I sat on this podcast and I said, Hey, I'm not, I'm not going to watch the Joker movie. I'm not going to go see the Joker movie. And then I got conned into seeing it by somebody who wanted to go see it. And I'm like, oh, crap. Um, unfortunately I did that. And well, you're trying to be I, a friend. You're trying to be a friend. <laughs> not with the guy sit alone in the, in the theater. I have I'll HBO max, but I have HBO Max. I don't have it for the Snyder Cut. I have it so my wife can watch The Big Bang Theory. Um, and well, I'm probably going to watch like it. But I'm, and that's fine. But I'm saying how many people are going to get this just because they want to see the Snyder Cut? You're talking a about lot. you're talking yeah. about a company that decided to launch a streaming service that peaked numbers at 33,000. 33,000 people bought the DC Universe app. They sell more issues in Marvel Comics on a title than the subscribers. I'm sure the single issue of Batman sold more copies than how many subscribers they got for that shit. I feel sorry, Warner Brothers. You know, I feel sorry for for the fans. I also feel sorry for some of the actors. Um, I I feel sorry for Henry. Who wouldn't want to play? Who wouldn't want to play Superman and Batman? You know, I I feel a guy that wouldn't want to. I feel, you know, I feel sorry for Henry Cavill because, you know, the man was born to play Superman. I feel sorry for Gal Gadot because she's she's a fantastic Wonder Woman. Um, oh, she is. She's the shining light of all this shit. And I, I, I hope I, they keep I, her. I feel sorry for Jason Momoa because Jason Momoa is a charming guy. And the problem with the movie Aquaman wasn't him. Um. I feel sorry for Ray Fisher because, you know, Zack Snyder did take a chance on an unknown kid who had never, I don't think Ray Fisher acted in much before he was cast in as cyborg and he wasn't a bad cyborg. Um, and, and I feel sorry for Ben Affleck because Ben Affleck's won two Oscars two. Ben Affleck's not, Ben Affleck's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Ben Affleck's won two Oscars, which is two more than Zack Snyder's won. And he is now going to be blamed as, you know, people like to say he was an awful daredevil. He wasn't the problem with that movie. Okay. He wasn't the problem with the daredevil movie. Colin Farrell was a big problem with the daredevil movie. The director was a big problem with the daredevil movie. Um, So he's going to be labeled as, the worst daredevil. And a lot of people like to say he's the worst Batman, which is flat out untrue. 
Ben Affleck was a good Batman. Ben Affleck he just had a shit story. Yeah. The problem was, like Zack was Snyder decided. Batman, Zack Snyder decided Batman needs to kill people. Batman needs to blow shit up and kill people. And and the, the thing is, yes, yes, Tim Burton, yes, Michael Keaton's Batman did murder people. Okay. That was the 80s though. Yeah. The problem with that was, it was. I think Tim Burton miss, you know, Tim Burton was so enamored with the Dark Knight Rises, where Batman does kill people in that. Um, mm. I think Tim Burton was just so enamored with it he didn't do any more research past that. Um, Not Dark Knight Rises, you mean Dark Knight Returns? Yeah, Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Rises is a. Sh- yeah, because there was a scene where Batman was supposed to be, Batman was supposed to be riding a horse. Which is like directly from that comic. Yes. And that was the biggest Batman comic right then. I mean, in uh, daylight. I mean, like, I've read the novelization yeah. of Tim Burton's Batman. There was a scene after it was after the let's get crazy scene in Vicki Vale's apartment where Batman is riding a horse to catch up to the Joker's van in broad daylight. Thankfully, that was left on, left out of the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I mean, here's a, another thing too: is they talk about fans that bitch about little things, and I think the shining light is Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Yes, people when they first cast her, they were bitching about her. Oh, that, because you got fanboys here in their mom's basement, and I don't want, and I don't want to like, you know. I'm in my wife's basement. True. I'm not in my mom's. <laughs> well, you're in your I'm basement. in my wife's basement. But because she wasn't some voluptuous, uh, because she wasn't uh, Gina Carano, paint. that's who they wanted. Because yeah, they were, yeah, because something they could pound their pud to in their mom's basement. Oh, she's not woman. That's not Wonder Woman. She doesn't look tough. The woman was in the Israeli army. The woman's yeah. tough. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that. That's what pissed me off too. Is like, oh, come on, man, give this girl a chance. You know what I mean? Like, uh, this is the same people that shit on that love. Heath Ledger's Joker, I and mean, I'm sure they're the same people that were bashing yeah. him when they showed the first picture. Like, uh, these, oh, it just pisses me off. Mm-hmm. And and, and we can uh, we can we can sit here and 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 complain about DC and Warner Brothers for five more hours probably. Um, but the fact of the matter is, Flashpoint's a bad idea for the Flash movie. Again, it would yes. be like them it would be like somebody saying let's make a spider-man movie okay well let's pick a story from the comics okay let's pick the spider-verse story from the comic i hear they're like no why just because some fans think it's a great they want to see toby and garfield and holland on the screen together yeah why but but it uh, or or it would be like saying introducing the X Men into the MCU through House of M or something like that. An absolute you're taking all this history and throwing it away just so you can get a buzz term out there, a hashtag, if you will, because Jeff Johns got critical acclaim for writing this story because you know why he got critical acclaim for writing the story because the story made sense because he had 
almost maybe 40 to 50 years of backstory behind it. He yeah. earned the, the, the flash, the critical acclaim flashpoint got in the comics was earned throwing flashpoint into a, in a movie as the first time we see this, well, the second time, th- well, actually third time, I'm sorry. We s- fourth, I keep forgetting Suicide Squad. The fourth time we see this character on screen, on a movie screen, and this is the solo story you're going to give me? Oh, and here, here's the thing. <sighs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Flashpoint was the thing that Jeff Stark knew 52. And what did DC say about New 52? Oh, we're sorry for that. Am I wrong? Oh, well, it took him six. It took him five years to say sorry for New 52. Okay, so not here's a, my point. But they didn't get rid of it as quick as they did Rebirth, which was which was a year. Um, okay, but here's my point. But see, the, my point. for those of you who don't know, the, the story of Flashpoint Flashpoint. Okay. Flashpoint's a good story. Okay, what happens is Barry Allen goes back in time, saves his mother from her death with by, by the hands of Eobard Thawne, the reverse flash. And when he wakes yeah. up after this, he wakes up in a world he doesn't recognize. He doesn't have powers. Um, instead of Thomas and Martha Wayne being killed by the Joker or being killed by Joe chill, Bruce Wayne is killed. And as a result of that, Thomas Wayne becomes Batman and Martha Wayne becomes the Joker. Um, yeah. Cyborg but, is the Superman of this universe, which is, you know, that's <laughs> that's got Jeff Johns' fingerprints all over it. Um, yeah. Superman well, is uh, is being held in a government facility. Um, Hal Jordan is dead. Um, Captain Cold is known as Citizen Cold. He is the hero of Central City. And Wonder Woman and Aquaman are had an affair. And as a result of that affair, Wonder Woman killed Mira. And Atlantis went to war against the Amazons. And half of the world has been ravaged by that war. That's Flashpoint. Well, yeah. Now, and I, as good as that story is, and I admit that it's an interesting story. Yeah. But what I'm, my point is, you're going to base a movie off a storyline that kickstarted New 52, which DC admits was a foobar. Right. So again, you're taking you're you're, you're taking something to get a, wait, a fuck wait. up. Yeah. Off of a fuck up to fix something that's a fuck up, and it's just like. What are you doing? Well, I forgot to say the yeah. the way this is resolved is Flash and uh, Thomas Wayne Batman conduct experiments to get Flash's powers back, Barry his powers back. Barry goes back, lets his mother die, and then everything's set to the new Fifty Two, which is, uh, well, we've been doing this for five years. Where's Wally West? Wally West, don't even get me started on the new 52 and all the problems we have there. (sighs) But I can't talk. This is just the wrong point to start one of your four biggest characters. Yeah, it's a different story to the Flash. It's, you know, uh, 
you can get to know Flash. You can really get to know Flash in the Justice League movie. Where I, I don't, you don't get to care about his, his his supporting characters in the world that he lives in. You don't get to care about that. No, we're just gonna fucking reboot it. I mean, here's oh, here's, you know here's your origin story. You re, you reveal that Barry's mom was mysteriously killed when he was young. In in a, in a very weird way. His father was blamed. His father's been put in jail. Barry's been in the system. You can you can use Joe West like you do in the series, or you can use Jay Garrick. Either one. You can introduce a character that way. Barry devotes his life to becoming a CSI investigator so he can prove his father's innocence. Barry is in his lab one night, struck by lightning with the combination of the electricity and the chemicals. The speed force is created. He becomes the Flash. He's reluctant to be the hero, but he becomes a hero. He meets Iris. He falls in love. It's basically a romantic... I mean, you, you could make a superhero romantic comedy, in a way. Because the Flash... Sure. Has, I mean, that's what... He, he's being a, a very Spider-Man story. He's a reluctant hero, but he becomes a hero because he can help clear his father. He wants his only goal is to prove that his father did not kill his mother. That's how, how is that? How, that's a relatable story, but instead you want to go back. You want to go forward and have Barry figure out time travel, which took him, 10, 15 years as the Flash to figure out after he saved the multiverse once on Crisis on Infinite Earths and then been reborn as the Flash, which you're leaving out all that good stuff. You know, don't even, I mean, oh. and I, this is why I feel bad for DC fans because this is the, sh the shit sandwich they're getting. And I mean, just with, like you said, with Superman and Batman alone, 160 years worth of stories. Let alone you add Flash and Wonder it. Woman. Like and Wonder Woman. Like you got so much source material that you could pull from, and you're pulling shit from shit stories in a company that wrote desperate stories to outsell another company. It's not the best stuff ever written. I mean, the the, the story leading to being Breaking Batman's back is kind of an interesting thing. I yeah. he beat Batman. He ran him through a gauntlet, you know, and struck well. He's at his weakest point. But it was still a story that was out of desperation to outsell Marvel. Spider-Man and Jim Lee's X-Men were killing him in sales. Yeah. And and my thing is, I, I and, and I'll probably, I, I want to end it on this is I don't know if I can put faith in a studio that has more faith in Harley Quinn than it does Superman. And the thing is, with Harley Quinn, as much as I like Harley Quinn or the original Harley Quinn, because they Deadpooled her, and that's DC's right. Deadpool is Harley Quinn. And she's so overexposed now. I mean, I, as much as I love De Deadpool, I mean, it, it, like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you, 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 cannot, no you cannot put more stock. You cannot put more stock in Harley Quinn than you can Superman. If you're if you're Warner Brothers in DC, if you're doing that, that's a big reason you're failing. And I'm sorry. Exactly, because Superman, 
the first superhero, the first superpower superhero. Yeah. That's been around since the fucking 20s and 30s or whatever. Should not out, Harley Quinn should not outsell Superman. Right. You're, 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 you're look at the grosses. Fundamentally. Hey, look at the grosses. Look at Man of Steel's grosses versus Birds of Prey grosses. That's all I'll say. People spoke with their wallets on that one, yet Warner Brothers doesn't get it. Warner Brothers does not understand this. No. Because, because I mean, in my opinion, Warner Brothers pays too much attention to social media than they do to actual data and here's the thing uh, uh, real quick and another thing is man of steel i guarantee you wasn't an abysmal movie only because you had nolan with a leash on snyder Mm -hmm. the minute nolan walked away from the the dc franchise that's when it fell apart so what they should have done is they should have backed the money truck up to nolan i don't think he would have done it you know He's too I don't artistic. think so either, because he wants to, yeah, he wants to make his artsy movies. But until you get a Feige, right, or someone on the level of Feige, who's smart and wants to, who embraces the comics and the stories that were told before, until you get a Feige, right. you're gonna get dog shit. Like, like right. I said, you might get a couple shiny pennies out of out of the lot, but you're not gonna get anything. You're not gonna get a Marvel. Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder is a lot like Michael Bay. Michael Bay's best movies were done under Jerry Bruckheimer's watch, and Zack Snyder needs his Jerry Bruckheimer. That's that's. He needs someone to hold his hand and say, "Well, yeah. you need somebody on his shoulder going, are you sure? No, you shouldn't do that. You know right. what I mean? You need someone holding his leash." Yeah, and and you you look at you look at way the way you know I think John Favreau is is you know John Favreau he was great with Marvel and he did a fantastic Iron Man, but mm-hmm. I think John Favreau's heart is with Star Wars. I would that would be that would be that would be my number one candidate for DC to back the truck up to and say hey. We want you to be our Feige, but I think John Favreau, I think John Favreau should do Star Wars because John Favreau understands what the the Star Wars franchise means to a lot of people, and because it means that to him. Yeah, because he's a fan. You just need to find that person for for DC, and it's not Greg Berlanti. It's not. And don't go to Kevin Smith either. Cause he's it's, no Kevin Smith. That's a publicity stunt. If you go to Kevin Smith, I, I, I would be honest with you. You go to Kevin Smith. That is a publicity stunt that you want to put. You think Kevin Smith's name is bigger than it is. You need to get somebody who wants to take a backseat role. Like a Feige who will do an interview here and there doesn't want to be out front with, with, you know, like, you know, you, you, you can call me Warner brothers. I'll do it for you. I'll be cheap too. Trust me. You won't have to pay me as much as you paid probably Zack Snyder to, to do what he does, what he did. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. 
I'd sit there and help you fucking co co write a goddamn blue like uh, <laughs> outline of where to oh, go no, for I, like twelve movies. I I know I I saw somebody said uh, Deborah Chow wants to direct a, a Marvel movie. I'm like, yeah, give her what she wants. Because here's the thing, one of the first things I would do if 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 I got that kind of role was I would find a way to hire Deborah Chow to do something DC. And I, I, I have a list. I have a list. I have a list of people I would call immediately to bring on board to a DC universe. A list. I'm not I mean but yeah, I saw that article. I was like, Deborah Chow wants to direct a Marvel movie. I, and I said, give her what she wants. Take the dump truck, pull, fill it up with money, back it up to her house and say, what do you want to do? Here you yeah, go. Even with her action sequence. You know what? There, I mean, there's several characters that she would do a phenomenal job with. I mean, think about like a Punisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about a Batman. Punisher. Uh, yeah, even a Batman. Or a Green I mean, Lantern. Like we don't like... Yeah, or I mean, as much as we don't like to invoke the name Batman, because right, still, you could get the Batman you've always wanted to see. Give her Moon Knight. That warehouse scene, that warehouse Moon Knight. Oh my God, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> the list is long for her. Oh, yeah. but, she 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 could tell she could tell them what she wants to do. Yeah, I, I, I think she's going to – I think in the next five years, you're going to see her as one of the biggest directors in Hollywood. I and, believe it. And somebody, and you need it. to jump on the ground floor with her right now. I, and you know what? You know who probably have – and you could disagree just thinking about it. Who would make a fun Flash movie? Because you said almost like a romantic comedy, a fun Flash movie. Mm-hmm. Taika Waititi. Oh, Taika would be fantastic for the Flash. Oh, oh my gosh! That would be such a fun movie. That I would give such but, a fun movie. But for Taika, I think if Taika were to, to go into the DC realm, I would give him Green Lantern. The DC realm for a second. I, I, I would. I would. Let, I, I, and, and, Green Lantern again? Yeah. No, I would let him write and direct it. Because all he was was just a bit actor in it. He didn't have any writing directing in it. I would let him write. He should have just been with the outer space stuff. Or, I mean, or the guy, Ragnarok. or the guy who did um, uh, Tron Legacy, because that's mm. the way I thought a Green Lantern movie should look. Mm. A Green Lantern movie yeah, should Green look Lantern very, should look very similar to a Tron. Um, I, I think Green Lantern should be visual, like visually, visually stunning. Like, yeah. yeah, and uh, I mean, you want you want me to go? I mean, Taika. Oh, who else could he do in the DC? Um, yeah, he could do Flash. I mean, he would be fantastic on Green Lantern. Why not give him somebody like Hawk Girl? Let him do a Hawk Girl movie, or huh. or or even Aquaman. Or the guys that did Civil War and Infinity War and Endgame, give them Superman. Give them Superman. I wonder what they could do with Superman. Oh, I mean, you've got you've got Christopher McQuarrie who's done the um who who's done the last I think the last two Mission Impossible movies. Give him mm. Superman. 
Oh, I mean, the possibilities are, I mean, there's just so many good directors out there who, who are looking to make names for themselves so they can do their pet projects. Like the Russos don't get to do a movie like extraction for Netflix. If they don't make bank on do a good Punisher too. (laughs) Yeah, they will after that movie. But but they don't get to do something like that if they don't – like Chris Evans doesn't get to star in that movie where he's the I, – I, I forget what his relation to the little girl was. I think he's her uncle. He doesn't get to do these pet oh, projects. Yeah. He doesn't do Captain America. You know? And, and it's the same thing with directors. You do these big popcorn flicks, and then you get to do what you want. Look at Taika. You know, Taika's Taika did, you know, they a relative unknown guy getting to do Thor Ragnarok and he makes bank on it. And now he's one of the hottest names in Hollywood. And then he gets to do as a result of that. He gets a, you know, he gets somebody like a Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit. He gets to do what we do in the shadows on TV. People listen to him. And I, I swear. I don't know. I are there so many? It, and it's uh, I mean, it's what makes me feel bad for DC. I don't feel bad for Warner Brothers because they kind of like they made their they they made their 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 shit and they got to sit in it. Yeah. But it's just a shame that that's what they have. DC fans have to endure, and there's just so much potential for them. I, I would just, love to see, guy, you know, I would love to see the guy who directed uh, the Jumanji movies get a superhero movie, but you don't know his name. Oh, I couldn't tell you his name. I couldn't. But uh, that is, we've we've gone on for a while. I, I think we may yeah. need to wrap this up. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we we do appreciate it. The numbers on the podcast have been up the last few weeks. So you're telling people about us. We appreciate that. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Nerdicons pod. Find us on all major podcast apps, reach out to us, tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what you don't like. You know, maybe we, we spent the last three weeks bashing DC and we probably shouldn't be, but hopefully, you know, we're under quarantines. Well, I don't think we're under complete lockdown, but we, we're coming out of this and and hopefully there'll be more stuff to talk about. Um, looks like movie theaters are trying to open in July, so maybe there's there's some silver lining here. Um, but yeah, just reach out to us, talk to us. We we're, we we want to hear from you guys. Um, again, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Nerdicons Pod and Carl, take us home. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I apologize for being passionate and screaming about DC. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Uh, you can, like Russ said, you can find us on Twitter at Nerdicons Pod, on Instagram at Nerdicons Pod. Also, check out me and my friend's toy photography page called Anonymous Plastic Addicts. Uh, go and visit, uh, check out some episodes from our friends, The Geek Gush Show, uh, Big, Wade, um, Big Wade and Heck. Um, also, our friend Rob and uh, Damien. At their podcast, I'm sure you'll be able to find uh, links to their shows and Twitter and stuff like that, and find them relatively easily. Go check them out. Um, 
Well, so, uh, hey, uh, any female listeners, our numbers keep going up. Any female listeners that uh, are interested or curious about um, talking geeky with us and getting involved in a podcast, uh, maybe you want to be a guest on the show, maybe addition for um, a third host spot, you know, because we wouldn't mind a female perspective on this stuff. And I see the numbers keep going up. So, you know, message us on Twitter or on Instagram. If we're you're interested, gonna have, have you on for sure. We're going to have Wade and Heck. We're going to have Rob. We're going to have Damien all on again. Uh, you know, we're going to have Seth and Gil on again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we, but, you know, that's all. We, we, we have the same, a lot of us have the same perspective, uh, very similar perspectives going on. Um, you know, ladies, if you're listening, thank you. I don't know why why you listen to us, but thanks. We appreciate I still it. I your sultry voice. <laughs> we we'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, get you guys on. We want to hear your perspective on a lot of this stuff. Um, we 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 we'd love to be a sounding board. We'd love to be. Um, we we'd love to be the. And I'm sorry, I'm buttoning in on Carl, but we'd love to be the place, become the podcast that's known as a, as where people can come and talk about what's about collecting stuff they're passionate about and and this nerd culture that they're passionate about and have their voices heard by by people everywhere. So yeah, give us give us a drop drop us a line. Um, yeah, Carl, back to you. <laughs> oh, couldn't have said it better myself. Um. Like again, hey, hit us up. Um, say hi. Say hey, I'm interested in being on the show. Uh, let's see what this podcasting thing is about. I'd love to talk nerdy with you guys. But without further ado, guys, thanks for listening. Hope to see you next time. Remember to keep your detox test free, your figures posed dynamically, and your comics bag and boarded. Stop giving DC money. Until next time.